boys, season two, the Monday scramble. We've been away for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, what have we been doing, Corey? Uh, I don't think they'll believe us. No, no, it's almost criminal knowing us too. Yeah. The one thing you wouldn't expect the Monday Scramble boys to do, watch AEW. I know. And we'll talk about AEW in depth very soon after we talk about the sponsor of the episode. Oh, we've got a sponsor. Okay, this episode is sponsored by FUTR Wrestling. They are a pro wrestling company based in a pretty local tours too. Uh, Sutton and Nashfield and Sheffield. Uh, they've got some seriously cool events going on over the winter holidays. Very themed, very meme I love them. Uh, I, I love their posters. Their posters are funny as shit. Uh, big up to them. To find out more, go to their Facebook page at FUTR Wrestling uh, to keep up to date with them. You genuinely, yeah. even if you just look at the posters, I think you'll be sold a bit, especially they if you like Monday Scramble. Yeah, they are exact Monday Scramble type. Yeah, they really are. Wrestling. So, anyway, after we talk about our love for FUTR posters, AEW. AEW. So, uh, me and Kyle watched AEW Full Gear. We kept, we looked at the storylines going into it, but that we wanted that to be a proper introduction. Uh, overall, really good, really good pay per view. Uh, yeah, uh, so to give more context, I, for me at least, I've never really like been too bothered about watching any show, like wrestling show, on a weekly basis. I don't give yeah. a fuck about Raw and SmackDown that much. I'll keep up to date with what, what's happening, but I'll never actually watch it. Mm. So when AEW started, I was like, ah, fuck that. I, I don't need more wrestling shows to ignore. However, yeah. I've always at least been interested. The, the interest has been peaked. You know, they've got some real like 10 out of 10 wrestlers. So for some reason, when we were not recording the Monday Scramble in our mid-season break, we went, or our end of season break, we gone, fuck it. Let's give it a chance. And yeah. that chance, ooh, did they fucking ride that one out? It was good. Yeah. So uh, I'm in a similar boat to Kyle, but probably a bit more related to AEW because I also don't watch the wrestling shows but every morning I look at everything that's happened and I do that for AEW too so I already knew most of the storylines I didn't know the nitty gritty of the storylines but I knew pretty much everything that was going on and before this I already had some people in AEW that I liked I loved Bullet Club Gold and I loved Swerve Strickland I, I already knew I like those people. Yeah, I, for my uh, AEW knowledge, it all came from the original, like, All In and that era of, like, indie scene. Because that's when me and Adam, before TGP was even really a thing that much, we'd stay up and watch, like, all the New Japan shows and all that shit. Yeah. So I, I knew everything going into AEW. Um, but yeah. I just didn't we knew what it, it, we knew it, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. Yeah. Full gear Real was show. fantastic. Yeah. So we didn't really catch the first match, did we? Because it was no. the it was the edge match. Well, I was not looking forward to because it's edge versus sting, but 
we were both loving Christian's work going up into it. Uh, we find it absolutely hilarious. And he hit a low blow on Ric Flair. So I'm happy. I thought, from what I saw, it's obviously not going to be a great match considering the average age of the people in the match is probably over 90. Um, but no, it was good. And it did what he needed to do. It was a fun match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we did miss most of it. Uh, we only really caught like the last half, I guess. Maybe yeah. not even that. Um, I, again, I'm not really interested in Sting. Uh, I'm not one of those wrestling fans that like have nostalgia for wrestling before they were born. Like, I don't give a single fuck about it. Um, yeah. So Sting for me, although I was probably alive when he was doing his best work, I was not watching. Would you have um, been alive when he was doing his best work? When do you think his best not. work is? I don't know. Surely it's WCW. Yeah. I, you are not alive for that. Yeah, you know what? You were alive so long ago. You, you, you were born final year of WCW. Mm. So yeah, maybe I was alive. Maybe I was alive for a tiny bit of his work. Yeah, but that was shit sting. Anyway, uh, yeah, that match wasn't something that any of us cared about. But yeah. you know what? We Here's the, the mentality I think at least I was going into it with. WWE, um, they have their fair share of like absolute sleeper matches that no one gives a fuck about on their card. I mean, yeah. hell, yesterday, as we are recording, was Survivor Series, which broke, I think nearly all five of them were sleeper matches. <sighs> yeah. It uh, Survivor Series wasn't great. There was obviously some very interesting moments, like our truth coming back. But overall, there was certainly some not. It wasn't a great card. Uh, I accidentally muted myself. Nice one. Let's go. Professional podcaster. You know what I'm saying? Professional. Great start to season two. Yeah, great start to season two. Uh, yeah, like, Survivor Series is Survivor Series, you know? I think for me, I, I probably looked down it a lot more because Full Gear was so great. Something that was really good about Full Gear that I, you know, I almost forgot about. Women's wrestling was actually entertaining and actually given time to do stuff. Yeah. and I actually felt invested in it. It was crazy. Yeah, throughout the five frames per minute that we saw of Tony Storm versus Hikaru Shida, um, it was good. Uh, and I like, they've given Tony Storm an actual gimmick, what I think is really lacking in WWE. In WWE, there isn't really a, a woman who has like an actual gimmick that is properly built. It's just, wow, I'm the EST, I'm the queen, I'm the man. It's just stupid little taglines attached to them with no actual character about it. But with Tony Storm, there is a very much like proper storyline there, and it's great. Yeah, I think, yeah, you can hit the nail on the head. Uh, there were actual characters rather than essentially like surface level brands yeah. especially the women's division in WWE it really does suffer from them trying to just make every woman like 
a brand, but like not actually making it a character. It is like, yeah. oh, we'll give him a slogan. We'll give him like a color schemes and patterns and stuff. But like that doesn't make a brand. That just makes yeah. a visual. And like there's so much more than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dodery Women's, I think the Dodery Women's division is better. But I think, I think as in terms of like talent wise, I think WWE have got the best women's division in the world. Yeah, I think on average the WWE women's division's better, but the best of AEW women's division is way better than the best of WWE's women's division. But I think that that might apply for all of AEW. I think I might prefer WWE on a more consistent basis, but when AEW is firing, it is firing. Yeah, when they show up, they really show up. Yeah, um, I'm sure you re- you're really eager to talk about Swerve Strickland. Um, I I, w- I will try and hold off so I can talk I about think, other I matches. I think we can end with that because I think that's yeah. I think we should end with that because um, fucking yeah. hell, I love that match. Right, um, I'll quickly go over some other matches on the card. Uh, yeah, just talk about versus... like, what is interesting to you. Yeah, Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley was good. Um, Something AEW is not good with is concussion protocol. Um, with what happened to Moxley like a couple of weeks or like a month or so before that, and then with Matt Hardy a couple of years ago, they definitely need to improve on that. But good match. Um, the ladder match for the tag titles were, was really good. Um, I'm shocked that uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill won, but. No, I think it's good. Also, you know the guy who we said was Sin Cara? Yeah. He's Dragon Lee's brother. Wow. Okay. And he was also, apparently, he also used to be called Dragon Lee. What nah. is confusing. That's based. But, you know, that ladder match um, was so strange. Because, you know, the last episode of the show was us talking about how, how stipulations kind of some of them need to improve or need to become yeah. less formulaic. Mm. They kind of did it. It was still a yeah. really generic ladder match. Yeah, I think it was a generic just enough match. to make it interesting and different. I think that's because it's a four, it was a four team ladder match though. You do not see them often, so they're always a bit of fresh air whenever yeah. they happen. Yeah, it was a it was a good it was a good match definitely. Uh, yeah, I was then, also surprised that the big bill. I actually got a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Uh, something I was expecting, though, and probably the only match that I didn't really give a shit about, excluding the Edge one, uh, Julia Hart, Chris Statlando, Sky Blue. It was very obvious Julia Hart was going to win, so I didn't really give a shit. I think it was obvious, but I. Like, you kind of went. Did you just go and make food, some food? At- uh, yeah, I made food. Yeah, well, I, I, I still it, kept coming in and checking mm-hmm. and checking what was going on. It was actually really good. Like it was actually a genuinely a quite an interesting match. Oh yeah, I don't. It doubt wasn't that a formulaic was a triple threat, which is great. Yeah. Um, I guess we could talk about the main event, the whole well, story of the no, night being. No, there's, st- there's still another match before main event. There's Jericho Omega Young Bucks. Oh yeah, I guess. See, in my head, for some reason, that was the main event. Oh, no, that was MJF, Jay White. But yeah. oh, I, I, I'm talking about that one. Go on. Um, 
Well, okay, I'm gonna co- I'm gonna quickly cover Jericho Omega Young Bucks. Um, well, no, don't don't rapid fire that. You can do that, or you can do okay. MJF. I'll do K Omega. Right. Okay. I love Jay White with a passion. Uh, I think Bullet Club Gold is amazing. I think it is stupid that they had like they made a storyline on the night that Jay that MJF is like, oh, he can't even compete compete he's that injured and then they just had him win in a 30 minute match against jy it feels i know kyle disagrees with this but to me it just it feels like they've done jy dirty there like i'm sorry i don't like it and look if you didn't want to give jy the title don't make that story i don't see why it was needed because they could have just had MJF go over and it would have been completely fine. It confuses me why they had to add it just to make Jay White lose again. Yeah, see, I, I see it completely differently. Um, I think it was a storyline move to make it, the match itself more interesting. But I think it would have been an interesting match anyway. I don't think it would have been as interesting. I think it would have been pretty, like, cookie cutter. Mm. They're trying to do new things. They're trying to add more spins onto it. And I think the stipulation of, well, I say the stipulation, the unofficial stipulation of MJF being like beaten up and kind of having to come from behind, like it added some depth to the story. You can have him be beat up, but don't have him literally go off in an ambulance and physically unable to compete. Also, it makes no sense why a diamond ring shot does so much less damage than a belt shot. I mean, we're we're not about to discuss the realism of wrestling, are we? It isn't realistic, Kyle. Yeah. So is, like, everything about wrestling. Mm. I think it was a fine thing. It added some... It definitely added a lot more question to whether Jay White was going to win or not. I think we genuinely was either way when we were watching. Yeah. Um. And I think it would have been a lot more obvious if it was just MJF versus JY that MJF was going to win. Yeah. I think stipulations to make me believe that anything could happen is what makes wrestling good. The worst wrestling matches are the ones where you know is who's going to win. <laughs> is that is that like any match that was at Survivor Series by any chance? Uh, yes. Like all of the matches from Survivor Series. Yeah. The whole thing is like, Real sports is interesting because anything can technically happen. Hmm. Like one team can show up and just win, even though they they it was like a thousand to one odds. Yeah, but in wrestling, you know, it is it is predetermined, boys. Hmm. We like know someone with, has wrote this to happen. Even with, I can guarantee this is actually the first time I've ever brought this up. Even with football, it looking at like every match, yeah, it's it's very obvious who's probably going to win but like if you could less to see everyone like it obviously anything can still happen they won the league like in 2015-16 anything can still technically happen but do a debris i'm sorry zoe stark was never being rear ripley and gunther was never losing to miz and dragon lee was never being santos it yeah. feels a bit pointless having three matches that could easily just go on like a Raw or SmackDown on the main card because we know who's obviously going to win. 
like I think the matches that you should have on pay-per-views are matches where it could go either way. Yeah, because the whole idea is that it, it should be the best versus the best. Yeah. You know? It should be must-see TV. Oh, not TV, but it should be must-see whenever it's yeah. a pay-per-view. But it's not must-see if I look at Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark and I know for a fact who's going to win. Which is why I think, even though Jay White lost, and I, I kind of maybe wish he did win, I still think it's fine because... Oh, yeah, I still... It's not like he looked bad. I, I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Rhea Zoe or Gunther Miz. Because it was it was still a very good match. It just frustrates me because I love Jay White so much. Yeah. Um, you know, MJF went over. I, for uh, Adam has said to me on occasion, I do not like who I'm supposed to like, like that the company wants me to like. I do, in fact, love Jay, MJF, though. I think he's great. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt that MJF's great. I... I he is objectively amazing. I just I think prefer he, Jay White. He is the face of the company, and I wish they did treat him like that on like promotional material. Yeah, yeah. Me and Kyle were looking at it before. Was it before Full Gear even started? That yeah. he's not. He's not the guy on promotional materials. It's yeah. always the old people like Chris Jericho. Go on, Kyle. Talk about that match. I don't want to. Um, I don't know why you don't want to. It was a fun match. Mm. It was a it was a classic. Um, the Young Bucks tomfoolery. I don't know. It's, it's, it was a good tag team match. You know what I mean? I don't know why. I don't know yeah. why you've got so much hatred. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that I, it was a good match. I just, to me, it don't make sense why Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega are a team. Maybe not, but you know, we've seen crazier tag teams. I've not watched the show. I don't know if there's like some kind of beautiful storyline going into it. I think yeah, they told the story about what story. I understood. There might be a beautiful story that just makes it make sense why they're teaming. But to me, I don't get why they started teaming. So. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't. I guess I don't get either. But I don't really give a shit. I just you know, take them at face value. I yeah. do, however, like they really focus on Kenny Omega being like close friends with the young books yeah and the betrayal on the betrayal on the betrayal on the betrayal and it was quite fun yeah i think it was a a perfectly good match with a nice story and like i can't really ask for that much more yeah no it was definitely a good match though but there was a better match a far better match one of the best matches match of the year yeah and to me, it's no question. Me and Kai, right, I already love Swift Strickland. Uh, I'd already followed his work in AW, and I was a fan of him in WWE. Kyle didn't even know who he was. Yeah, I showed him pictures, no, no clue. But this match was genuinely outstanding. Keep in mind, this is from me and Kyle's perspective of WWE hardcore matches, where the most extreme thing you might see is like they've gone through a table. Yeah, we're definitely not like I'm sure we've both seen hardcore matches before. Yeah, um, like actual hardcore from like CZW and shit. Yeah, but we'd never really 
we've it's not, not something that's that pushed them to our palate. We've not. Yeah. And by fucking God, I watching that match felt like down in the sourest sweet in the world, but it was so goddamn good. Watching Swerve Strickland get stapled so many times in the chest and then in the cheek was brutal to watch. Yeah. I think the the spot that really like sticks in my head still, and I've genuinely I must have thought about it once a day since, is Swerve getting up, getting the staple, and just stapling himself a couple more times. Yeah. Like, holy shit, what a guy. Yeah. It's actually insane. And then another spot that sticks in my head. Well, there's two. There's him getting stapled with the photo, with the like drawing of a drawing Hangman's kid did into his cheek and blood just pouring out of it. Oh no, fucking my three spots. That one, Hangman drinking his blood. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Hangman's face getting caught on barbed wire when he got hit on the back. Yeah, we watch UFC, so like we're used to seeing brutal shit, but yeah. like this one felt way more animalistic than anything yeah, this, I've ever seen for this, real. This felt like we had de-evolved. Yeah, I think I regressed after watching that match. I felt like I genuinely become caveman. Like, let's watch the the people fight to the death, and I yeah. don't know what it is. There was so much, uh, there was so much uh, serotonin going on in my brain. Yeah. There's even some spots that we've just completely not mentioned, like um, Swerve dropping Hangman on his head on the apron with a cin- onto a cinder block, then yeah. Hangman getting pile-drived on the apron, and then all of the spots with the barbed wire, and the and broken the glass. glass. Yeah, the glass. And then Hangman getting hung. I think uh, Triple H watched that match, yeah, and he's like, Oh, that's what me and Batista were trying to do. <laughs> it is. I genuinely thought about the Batista match, uh, the Triple H Batista match, while watching that. I'm thinking, bloody hell! The most extreme thing there was like, oh my god, he took a pot, he took, he ripped his nose ring out. What yeah. the hell? While the most extreme thing in <laughs> Swerve Hangman was. Hangman becoming a literal vampire and Triple H H spitting the blood out. They went way further than any of the like extreme matches WWE have done within the first literally first first 30 seconds. Yeah. That's when me and you both audibly went, oh shit. Yeah. It was such a brutal match. I can I still can't comprehend it. Yeah, absolutely 10 out of 10. Wonderful match. I yeah. I think both of us still think about the match like a week over a week later, and that's oh, yeah, when you know that shit's good. There's not been a day since that match where I haven't gone out of my way to look at a clip from it. Yeah, it's so good. And then they've not even like it's not like oh we just watched a good event and then that's over. You know the sucker I am for like leagues and tournaments and stuff. Really, they've just gone ahead and done one. Yeah. They're starting their own little tournament that I love. It's like everything we've been asking for in the Monday Scramble, they're doing. And like, not to be the ultimate AEW marks, but like, holy shit. Yeah. AEW's pretty fucking good, actually. Do you know what matches next week, Kyle? What matches next week? Swerve Strickland versus JY. Yeah, like, bro, that is a 
absolute main event of a card. That, right. One year from now, if that was announced as uh, the main event for Full Gear for the ta- for the AEW title, I would be I wouldn't be surprised because they're yeah. both world title level stars. And I oh think- my, right. Swerve Strickland has improved so right, he's not improved because he's still as good as he was in WWE, but how he's been presented is so much better. He was literally with fucking Hit Row in WWE, and look how good he is in AEW. And the majority of people who go to AEW look better. There's definitely some people who don't, like Keith Lee, I think, has not done good in AEW. I, no, I think he's not. He, he would have done so much better in WWE. Um, and then there's, there is going to be other people like Miro, I don't really think. He had a, well, Andrade's probably a better example because Miro did have a really good TNT title run. Andrade hasn't really done anything. And he's now in a storyline where fucking Lana's cheating on her husband again. That, that I don't like. Me and Carl are about that. We don't like the fact that they're doing that story again with Lana or CJ Perry. Yeah. How many times has she done that story now? This I think this is the third time that I can easily remember. Yeah, I mean, AEW isn't perfect. It's still got its, like, its shortcomings. And I think yeah. especially those shortcomings are very obvious when they get XWE guys. Um, because at that point you think, like, why am I watching this if, like, if they didn't really want to be in WWE and, like, when they were in WWE, they weren't, like, uh, they weren't seen as main event guys. Why yeah. would I want to watch it in AEW when they're not main event guys still? Mm-mm. I think it's the TNA problem, but some people do, they, they just completely negate it. I think that is probably when they just, it might, it's pro, it's an objective thing, but when they change their name, Moxley's done so much better, uh, Swerve Strickland's done so much better, uh, Malachi Black's done so much better, FTR have done so much better. They've all changed their name. Even Big Bill, he's doing better than he did in WWE. Brian Danielson, done better than he has or is having a really good AEW run if you change their name and they're not presented as the same person then they're great but like Andrade he's still called Andrade and yes they tri- and Miro has done well whenever he's been shown on TV Keith Lee has done bad uh, I think the best thing about AEW right now is their main event scene is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, absolutely phenomenal. And they treat each each main event player as an absolute star. Yeah. It's because every, everyone in AEW has an ongoing storyline, like, whether it's with someone or isn't. They all have their own characters, but if you look in WWE, Zoe Stark, what's her character? Genuinely couldn't tell you. Everyone has their own established character that fits well into storylines. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've, we've spoken a lot about how much we're, we're loving AEW. Uh, as a short thing to round off the episode, let's talk about something that I hate and you said you're excited for. Okay, excited is... Right, how I described it... I'm assuming we're on about CM Punk here. Yeah, of course we are. How I described it as, this is going to be a car crash. 
but it's going to be an entertaining car crash. I'm interested to see what the fuck goes on. I don't like him. I don't want people to think that I like him, because I obviously do not like him. He is a prick. But I'm interested to see what they do. Like, if it was... I pop when it's something interesting that's going to happen, I don't actively dislike it. Like, with MJF, JY, I actively didn't want to see MJF win because I much preferred JY. So I did not pop when he came back. But with CM Punk, because I didn't grow up with him, I didn't grow up with CM Punk. I dislike Phil Brooks. Phil Brooks is a prick. But CM Punk as a character, I've never really known. I I didn't grow up with him, and I didn't watch like old stuff about him. Literally, the most I know about him, like properly, is from fucking 2K15 story. Like that's the most I know about him. So I popped because oh, this is interesting. I'm not utterly against it but if i could choose a perfect world he probably would not be coming back uh yeah we've obviously had a had a cut there which was 20 minutes of us arguing about cm punk um but you know what uh i i don't i don't want him back uh which i said last night but he is back and even though I feel really bad for Randy, because, bro, he got absolutely shat on then. Uh, oh, yeah, bro, wrong point for CM Punk to come back. Bro was supposed to be, like, like, the absolute highlight of the night, him coming back after over a year, but then CM Punk just teabagged him. Yeah. But, I, I you know, I'm sure he'll have an all right interest. Like, he gives Seth something to do that yeah. actually is more interesting than whatever they're trying to do with Seth at the moment. Yeah. Especially considering I don't really like what Seth's doing at the moment. This is great. Because it gives Seth yeah. something interesting. Um, going past Seth, um, I'm worried... That's where I find the issues of what's going to happen. Because that's where it scares me, going past Seth. Because Seth is the obvious first feud. Like yeah. how if Osprey came to WWE, obviously he signed for, for AEW. Well, we didn't actually mention... Um, yeah, Will Ospreay, bruv. Um, he's good. If Will Ospreay instead went to WWE, his first feud obviously is with Seth. But after that, I'd be slightly worried. Yeah, I'm, I'm very worried because I just don't see him. I think I'm more worried, you know, for him coming in and winning and actually beating people than I am just worried about him being there. Yeah. Because, like, imagine if he came in and then, like, he lost to Seth but at Mania, he was against Reigns, and he won, and imagine He's not that. being Reigns. He's, he's not being Reigns. Do not worry. Yeah, you. someone's going to have to... Oh, I'm going to have to talk to the therapist about that one. Yeah. That one's a... a if he beats <laughs> Roman Reigns... If he beats Roman Reigns, genuinely, I do not know what I would do. Yeah, I don't know. I... I Look, we'll see what happens with CM Punk. But for now, um, he's given me a, a great excuse to uh, really get more interested in AEW. Yeah, because I am a. I will admit, I I will admit very first, I am a CM Punk hater. Um, oh yeah, I, I am I'm absolutely a, I'm a Phil Brooks hater. hater. I don't have an opinion on CM Punk. Uh, I think CM Punk, the character, 
pretty good. All right. Um, I think it was more that he was a trendsetter rather than he is naturally better than everyone else. I think yeah. he just, he was ahead of his time, but now we are in the time and he is now behind the time. Yeah. He was really, really good. Brought on a new wave of like kind of the new definition of indie wrestlers. Yeah. Especially how they are in WWE. Uh, but now it's like, bro, Phil Brooks, just go home, retire. I have, I have a question. If CM Punk never had his AEW run and went straight back to WWE, still at this point in time, but never had the AEW run, would you feel the same way? I think I wouldn't because I think I'd be maybe under the illusion that he is as good as he says he is. But yeah. I think the thing about the AEW run is I think it became very apparent that not just he's a dick, but also he is not as good as everyone has like built him up to like this like godly tier, which no one can, yeah. no one is that good, you know. Like I'm not oh, yeah. like oh he's he's terrible, but yeah, I think I would have been under the illusion that maybe he is that good, maybe like the nostalgia goggles is right. Uh, but no, yeah. the AEW run really ruined that one for me. Mm. Yeah. But you know what? AEW are onto bigger and better things. WWE are onto CM Punk. Different things. We'll see how it goes. I just want him far away from anyone that I care about. Yeah. I don't care about Seth. Imagine so. if he goes against Gunther and wins. Like, oh. Oh, I would genuinely kill myself. I just, I genuinely feel like he is a, a poison that's just been tipped in. And I'm worried about who's going to take a sip of that poisoned drink. I reckon him versus R-Truth. Uh, I hope it's R-Truth. No offense to that guy. Yeah, I, I would be willing to sacrifice him. <laughs> I think he'd also, he'd take it on the chin. Oh, he, he would, he would like, Start Dolph Ziggler selling CM Punk. <laughs> but yeah, there we go. End of the episode. I'm sure there'll be an extremely strange cutaway in that one. <laughs> yeah. I think this is right. If we didn't edit this with this would be an hour an hour long episode. Yeah. And it's hard because I think we could I think they meet surely all in. surely on Friday they're gonna do an episode about CM Punk. Because yeah. we could do hour-long, two-hour-long episodes about just the idea of CM Punk being back and what that means. Oh, yeah. We, we could do the Monday Scramble so much more long-form, less taking the piss. Yeah. Like, we could do an in-depth review of the pros and cons of every single match on the card. Like, we, we could genuinely, like, start... Care. Well, we do care about the Monday Scramble, but we could genuinely start putting in an immense amount of effort for every single it episode. makes it it makes it very long form and like a bit too a bit too serious hence why we've cut out the 20 minutes of us two discussing like why we die why we really yeah, care or that, don't that care about CM Punk. that wasn't a jokey conversation that was a yeah, genuine... it wasn't very on brand yeah yeah we're hence, actual people we're here. you know yeah but you know I am actually really excited about uh, wrestling in general. Um, AEW is doing absolutely firework emojis. Yeah. Um, and we'll just see. Survivor Series, kind of dog shit. 
full gear kind of godly you know the 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 tides are turning yeah what a, what a great episode for our sponsors yeah futr in the not in the links in the below but find them facebook futr wrestling yeah. yeah if you search them on google you'll find their harry potter poster yeah oh absolutely king Anger. shit big up there if WWE did a pay-per-view where CM Punk was Harry Potter, I'd love it. Yeah, I'd change my opinion on all of it. Okay, boys, from me, from Craig, from Corey. Corey, do you want to say bye? See ya. Um, season two, off with, not a banger, but a Monday Scramble episode. Way. Way.